Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 211 today, and today's topic is BMF Season 2, Episode 1, titled Family Dinner. The description reads, Meat smuggles drugs from Las Vegas as a test to secure a new plug for BMF, a vicious gangster from the Brewster Project's K-9. Meanwhile, Terry began his new car ride business with Charles since he has left the drug gang. So y'all already know how we do. We about to get into it. We about to break it down, dissect it scene by scene like we do over here on this platform platform as always you can hit me up on facebook alicia shanice instagram alicia shanice reviews or you can email me at alicia shanice reviews 13 at gmail.com if you have any special recap requests or just want to say what's up that's cool too you can hit me up with dm inbox or email if you have any recap requests i do cover music albums tv shows documentaries and movies And if you have any brand or any business you want me to shout out, all you got to do is hit me up on either three of those platforms and I will shout out your business or brand. I support who supports me and love whom loves me. Don't forget you can always follow my music playlist. They are on Spotify. If you type in Shanice Loves, you'll see my picture profile pop up. You click on that, it takes you to all of my playlists and I got some long range music ears. So on that note, let's get into the show and let's talk BMF. Thank you. 
This episode opens with the story you're about to see. It's loosely based on truth. Some of the names, characters, businesses, and events have been fictionalized for dramatic purposes. But a lot of this shit may have actually happened. We see a picture of Lucille and all three of her children, Meech, Nicole, and Terry. And it's in Terry's words this time. All last season, it was in Meech, and we had Meech narrating, and we see with season two so far, it looks like it might be Terry, Terry narrating. It says, Meech and I learned the importance of family dinner sitting around our parents' table. Once we joined, <clears throat> once we joined <clears throat> the 50 boys, we ate with our crew every Sunday. That's where the real team building began. Terry Southwest T. Flannery. And it got that Sunshine Anderson playing in the background. Heard it all before. So, we did learn a lot about family dinners, especially when we watched the docuseries of the BMF. Um, We know the 50 boys, they met every Sunday for family dinners, family meetings. So, we learned that in the docuseries as well. And it, the episode opens up, and it it does like it did for season one, the first episode. It was in 2005 as well, but it showed Meech going back to the D before he got in, you know, turned himself in or got caught. And they threw him a big party. He had the white mink coat on. But this time it goes to 2005 into Terry's world, and he got caught in St. Louis, Missouri. Him and his crew, which at that time we learned from the docuseries and from so on that instead of um, by the major split, they were no longer BMF. His side of the crew was 263, which you guys all know on the phone numbers, on the old telephones, um, two was B, six is M, and then uh, three, that's for, sorry, F. So that's BMF spelled out on the old telephones. So Terry is attempting to escape. Him and his crew, they sitting down about to have a last supper dinner before they go. And as he's packing up, he's actually on the phone telling some lady that, you know, he'll meet her on the border. But he got to have that one last meeting with his crew to tell him how things are going to operate. And we see he pulls out a picture of the young Terry looking at the throwback pic of which was him as a younger with uh, the Markeisha um, played by portrayed by Lala. And I'm wondering, is her character supposed to be based off of what is that girl's name lady's name she got indicted with bmf let me see if i can pull that up real quick before we go but she was with another hustler from detroit she ended up getting with terry and i think she was a little older than him so you know of course this is loosely based but i'm wondering is this supposed to be her character um let me see if i can pull it up real quick Tanessa Welch. I'm wondering is uh 
Markeisha's character supposed to be based off Tanessa Welch because she was creeping with um with messing with me, uh Terry for a long time and she was a little older as well and she um was already involved with the big hustler and we know Markeisha in this uh episode with this season this series she's supposed to be the hustler's boom's wife so I'm trying to see is that where they're going with that but, you know, he's sitting out with his crew. They talking. He's telling them how they might have to separate for a while. Things might not be the same because he's about to go on a run. And as they're sitting down about to have this full course meal, we see the, the, uh, the cops bust in. And that is how he got caught up in Missouri. And we see Detective Bryant has still been working this case the entire time. So we know Detective Bryant will be in this show the whole time. And we see Leslie Jones in here. She coming here being funny as hell, talking about some. Now you get to see your brother with the one good eye. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, she about to be a trip. But uh, they take him in, and you know, T talking shit to Detective Brian, like, you know, you've been on this for 20 years. So we gonna see where they go with that. They take him in, and uh, Looks like it's going to be T narrating uh, for a season two. So we'll see how it goes. We get his side of the story. Last season, we got Meech. Now we're going to get T. So then the show catches up until, you know, the time of what it's filming in of 1980. And we see Meech in Las Vegas. He at the hotel getting some of that cocaina being taped down on him because he got to get it back to Detroit. Now, the dude Earl, who he's doing the business with, he walks him through the, the casino, and we see all of the players at that time, which I appreciate it because y'all know I'm an 80s fanatic when this type of genre. And they mentioned Rayful Edmund and his crew, and everybody in DC you know Rayful was doing his thing. Um, one day I want to talk about Rayful Edmund. Um, we see, of course, Freeway Rick and his crew. So, you know, he's mentioning, he's showing them all of the 80s players back in those days. And he like, you know, if you somebody, it's all about relationships and you going to be up in here, you know, or you ain't made it yet. So, you know, Mitch walking through soaking up game, but it kind of don't hit him up to what he's saying until later on in the episode. So he ends up getting on the bus going back to 313. <clears throat> and we see... It goes back to Detroit, and Terry, he's taking his driver's test because it's him and his boy, and, you know, he's trying to be going to the chauffeur business with his dad, so he's trying to get his chauffeur's license. He's all the way legit clean. He's left the drug game alone, and then it goes to the next scene. Now, we got Lucille and Charles. We see Mama Lucille still working at Wendy's. She got her Wendy's hat. Charles still at General Motors. We see they're still... They're out on a little lunch date, probably both on their breaks. And we see it's still marital problems over money, mostly, and the kids. We see the detectives, they link up for a meeting. And they're trying to go on with the case because, of course, they're going to go after them even harder by one of their fellow colleagues was taken down, uh, uh, Detective Rodriguez. And, you know, they bring up Cato and Lamar, saying that they're deceased. but. Detective Brian gets a new case. I mean, a new partner. He gets a new partner and she's been transferred over from the Southfield precinct. So he like, I don't need no partner coming over here. And, you know, the, the commando, she kind of just shuts him down. Like, ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. <laughs> Detective Brian, you caused a lot of problems last year, last season. So it goes into the basketball game. 
and we see Boom's wife, Markeisha, she walks in, and Terry has his eyes wide open on Miss Markeisha. Now, Meech and Terry, we see that they're still not speaking. Meech is over there with uh, B. Mickey. They kind of mugging each other. Terry ain't really paying him no attention because he's too busy looking at her. Now, after that, we see they was um, betting on the game. They got into it. K-9 ended up shooting a dude over the game because he told him he wasn't paying him no money. So we see early on K-9 is not going to be the one to be fucked with. Now we go over to the Flannery house and we see T's baby mama Wanda. She is back in town. And uh, remember she left when mama Flannery kind of caught her in the back when she went to the bathroom and got to telling her she was enabling Terry and all this stuff and she needs to put her foot down. So now she back. And Terry, he walks in and he's surprised to see them. And he, you know, happy to see Terry Jr., but he pissed the way she left. So it cuts to the next scene. And <laughs> we got Detective Brian and his partner in the car. And all I could think of, I had to pause it for a minute. I'm like, did this nigga really just ask her, like, what type of Oriental is you? <laughs> but homegirl, she came back with a shot. She like, what type of black are you? I wasn't mad at her. I wasn't mad at her because that was rude as hell. <laughs> but at least we see she can hang with the best of them because every shot he threw at her, she threw at him. So I kind of dig her character already. So they end up trading shots at each other. And then it goes to the bar scene. And, you know, they in there playing the blues. And we see Meech. He with K-9. Now, now K-9, he seemed like he going to be a bit much. He tells the Colombian dude to fuck off. And then he tells Meech he don't know about working with him. He was late. You know, you can't do that in this game. And as they're talking, kind of going back and forth, in walks Big L. And we ain't seen Big L yet. This is our first time seeing her in the season, too. And we can tell she has a lot of respect for K-9 and still despises Meech. She, you know, throws a shot at him. You know, and K-9, he just kind of smiles and like, damn, she ain't too fond of you. So K-9 ends up telling uh, Meech, you know, maybe he will be in touch with him and maybe not he got to do his own research so after that we go to the flannery house and it's 3 10 in the morning papa charles trying to get him some and mama lucille like no not tonight he like baby it's been three weeks and she like not tonight so i think they're trying to show us the beginning of when it started to get worse for them because when we watched the docuseries we did learn that they end up divorcing which I was not aware of that I always thought they they were married until the time of his death but we learned in the docuseries much more about their marriage so I'm trying to see are they trying to show us the early starts of the decline of you know when things started to get worse for them so <clears throat> we go to the next scene where we see a different side of Brian while he's at home, he's a single father. Um, he seems to be a good father. His um, his son is more into comic books and artwork and everything. And we can tell his son might get bullied on a little bit at school. So, you know, we get to see a softer side of him being a father. 
but um we'll see where that goes because we we know he has the safe there he has that gun in there it's a lot going on they didn't show us that for any reason so we'll see where it goes but we know that detective brian ain't going nowhere because we've seen him 20 years later arresting meach so i mean arresting arresting terry so we go into the next scene and we go to the record store b mickey and the other former 50 boys they are in there and 12th street walks in we got our dude tiny and you know they get to talking a little shit to each other and big man and little dude get into a little rumble but little man did hit him first and he was holding his own until meach walked in and calmed they dumb asses down so you know he invited the 50 board, I mean, the 12th street over. And he's telling them like, let's pull our resources together. Same stuff. He was trying to say last season. And he like, Lamar is dead. We can just do more together. And nobody's hearing them because with no product, they ain't hearing Meech. So 12th street walk out of there all arrogant and you know, it proceeds. So then it goes to the next thing. And we got Mama Lucille. She working the drive-thru. And you can just tell Mama Lucille is stressed out. And in drives up. Meet. She got me up in his bins, you know, looking fly. And it just puts a smile on her face. She hasn't seen her son in a while. She invites him to a Sunday dinner to celebrate Terry's getting his license. So you know, them starting their business up with him and his father. And he declines. He's like, I don't know. I just want to show Pops respect. That is his house. He tries to give her some money. Of course, she declines. But she does want her son back in her life. So we go into the next scene. And Terry goes to, I thought it was the bank until it switched back over. And he brought the flowers. It actually is an insurance place. And we see the lady that. He has his eyes all on, has his eyes all wide open. Uh, she works there. She's on commission, of course. So he tells her he can get some more customers, does his little flirt lines. And the nigga went home and smashed Wanda. But while he's smashing Wanda, he got, you know, he fantasizing all about Marquisha. Marquisha. Uh, is it Marquisha? I'll figure it out. But he, he fantasizing all about Lala, who I heard that they are a real couple. I got to see more, but I heard that um, Da Vinci, the one who portrays Terry, and Lala are dating in real life. I got to see about that. I, I heard that. Um, so he uh, he got her all in his mind while he in there in the bed with Wanda. So we see um, the new detective, the new duo team. They ain't, they ain't no joke together. I think I'm going to like them working together. They got good chemistry. But they see B. Mickey and little dude, uh, uh, Dink, they strolling down the street. Now, Detective Brian, he he been having his eye on B. Mickey. B. Mickey is his new little CI, we learned. And we pretty much figured out from how this season ended in season one. Now, uh, Detective Veronica, she runs little man over. He just knew he got away with it, too. He... He popped over the gate, lighting his little joint up like fucking sucker ass cops. And then she runs that ass over his two falls out and shit. <laughs> like, damn, Dink. <laughs> and um, Detective Brian wasn't even really trying to chase B. Mickey because he know exactly how he can find that ass. And he already know he got him right where he want him because he got that damn gun where he killed Kato and J-Mo. 
So we get into the next scene. And we go back to Detroit Family Insurance. And Terry goes back in there. He gives Marcasia some flowers. She declines, of course. They still flirting. She kind of flirting too. And we see um B Mickey tells Meech about Dink getting caught up. Meech ain't really tripping. He like it come with the gang. So, you know, it's like when they was talking, Meech had an epiphany and he got to really thinking about what um K9 was trying to tell him in the beginning. It's not about how much dope you can sell. It's about relationships. It's about ambition. It's about all that other stuff. And so he got to thinking and he went back. He goes back and he's like, it's time for me to go back and just be myself. So he goes to talk to K9, who was already 10 steps ahead of the game and ahead of him. And it was all a test when he even sent him to Vegas. Now, this K9 nigga, he ain't about to be no joke. He for sure is him that he'll give him the bricks. And he tells him that he loves to take care of his people. He gets to pulling out boxes, giving all of the other crew members Rolexes and shit. And Meech just knew he was about to get something nice. It was a, a bigger box. He like, damn. But no, when he opened it up, it was a tongue for somebody being disrespectful. And who was that tongue belong to? Big L from when she was talking shit at the bar. And I had no words. I had to actually rewind that. Like, what? Hold on. He killed who? Who tongue is that? Big L. What the hell? I have no words. <laughs> but Meech, he learns very quick that K9 is just not another plug, you know. So we go into the next scene. And he got a new plug now, Big L gone. I'm wondering, um, is Wood Harris going to be in season two? Like, are they even going to show his character, Pat, at all? We know Pat is loosely based off of um, E.D. And E.D. is still alive and kicking. And he was in the um, docuseries. So, Terry, um, he out doing his honest living with his show for business. And he goes to pick up his next client, who happens to be Meech, trying to pull him back in the game. <laughs> Me just something else. I'm like, this nigga really just got the cab, got the, you know, the limo, and you know, all to pull his brother back in. They have a few words, and Terry dropped him off at the next stop. Meech got out calling him a broke ass nigga, throwing some bands at him, trying to belittle him. But we know the brothers will be back together shortly. So at the Flannery's house, Lucille. And Miss Mabel, they all in there dressed up for the dinner. They having them some good laughs. Charles is playing, you know, his guitar. And we learned that the real father did love music. Nicole, she comes in there with her little lip gloss on. And, you know, just being a teenager growing up has a little sassy mouth. And Mama Lucille smacked the mess out of her. So we go into the hospital. And we got the new two um, new duo here, the detectives. And... <laughs> He takes her in a room like he got something up his sleeve. And what do you know? The boogeyman lives. <laughs> we see Lamar. <laughs> the boogeyman lives. He ain't gone nowhere. He's, he's he, you know what I'm saying? He's still in a coma, but the nigga's still breathing. And, you know, Detective uh, Brian lets her know why he did that, you know, because he dropped the ball with Rodriguez and everything else. So it goes back to the Flannery house and we get a nice family prayer from Brother Terry. 
and Meech is missing in action, of course, because he's at his spot throwing his own little gathering and giving a speech of a lifetime, you know, for the Black Mafia family because the 50 boys is dead, 12th Street niggas is dead, and, you know, they just got 20 keys and long lives BMF. So he's giving them, you know, the drug dealer speech, you know? And back to the Flannery house, Terry overhears Mama Lucille and Wanda talking about how it was all a part of their plan to get her out of town and get him out the game. And he blows up, get the cussing, storming out the house. And it goes back to Meech and B. Mickey having a heart to heart. B. Mickey, which is Judas. And Meech telling him, you know, he going to push him up to number two because he needs him. You know, well, he going to be his number one man because Terry not there. So we see B. Mickey, he goes back home, and we see he didn't became Detective Brian's little bitch because he about to be giving him all the info unless he finds some way out of that. But they go back to the hospital in the last scene, and all you hear is, ready, you're not. Here I come. And the boogeyman and opened up his damn eyes. <laughs> so we know Lamar, he coming. He coming. Lamar ain't gone. Lamar ain't dead. And it's only rightfully so because the real Lamar lives. He's still out here. He's still talking shit. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, I can't think of his name right now. But he's still, you know, out here. He ain't went nowhere. <laughs> now, his brother did get killed. And we talked about that in a docuseries. And then I had already watched when he went on um, Vlad TV. What's that man's name? Uh, he's still in Detroit, matter of fact. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, Layden Simon. Yeah, Layden Simon. That's that's Lamar's real name. And he's still out here. If you pull him up on YouTube, you can watch his interviews. He is something else. But that was my recap for season two, episode one. I think we got good things coming out of this season. I think it's going to be amazing as always. Shout out to 50 Cent um, and the whole cast and crew who did a magnificent job. I'm going to play the trailer and then I have a sleeper for you guys. So here's the trailer for episode two. Take off that damn jewelry. This is a family run Christian owned company. This ain't the drug business. The real money is in the airport. First class passengers hit better. My favorites don't come for free. Give me some of these. You carry a product in the car with Mama and Nikki. You know, wish they were the reward. All right, that was the trailer for the next uh, episode. I guarantee you uh, <laughs> Terry will be back in the game by the end of episode two. And we about to see Marcasia giving him some hookups, like to go to the airport. It's bigger, better clientele, better tips. So that's going to start their love flirtation. And it's going to turn into a nice long relationship because we've seen how he was reminiscing on a picture at the beginning of the episode. And it shows um, B. Mickey continuing to work for Bryant's and Meech still elevating. So it's going to get better and better. Look like it's going to be somebody's party going on next episode. So same time next week, another recap. Now, I do have a sleeper for you guys in my show button style. Shout out to the pod father. And we just lost another rap legend, Gangsta Boo. So I do want to play a sleeper from her. 
That was Late Night Tip. That was 3-6 Mafia. <clears throat> Rest in peace to Gangsta Bull. She was definitely a legend. Um, her voice was iconic. Uh, me and my girls used to listen to her all the time, that Inquiring Minds album. Um, I was happy that she got a chance to do the verses when they went up against Bone Thugs. That was an epic night. And I had just watched her interview on Drink Champs a couple months ago, which was really, really a good interview. So make sure you guys check that out. But yes, rest in peace to her and shout out to the whole 3-6 Mafia family. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this recap. We're entering a new week. Go into it with positive vibes and know the sky is the limit. Protect that energy. 
And don't forget, if you need to get in touch with me, Alicia Shanice Facebook, Alicia Shanice Reviews Instagram, and you can email me at Reviews 13 at gmail.com. I'll be out later with my Big Sky recap because we got to get that out as well. And if you guys want me to recap the game, because I started watching it, the new game that comes on Paramount, let me know. Uh, I don't know how many people is into it, but I, I like it. So if you guys want that recap, let me know, and I'll definitely get it out there. So it's your girl, Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice. <laughs>